Last week, the Reverend Nancy Bowen spoke about living in covenant with the whole world. It's actually one of the first things that Nancy taught me about how she understood covenant, that we are in covenant with the whole world. And it's also one of the few things that Nancy says that I'm not always convinced makes sense. Because I, I don't know how to reconcile the way that I understand choice as it relates to covenant with the idea that I'm in covenant with a world that has mostly not chosen to be in covenant with me. Or at least that's how it seems. And if you think about it, this is basically the core challenge. You might say the core heartbreak we find ourselves wrestling with today. We are a people who value freedom and agency. It's one of the ways that we can most honor someone's inherent worth and dignity to respect and affirm their agency, their choice. It's why I've often said that covenantal theology requires a very high anthropology. That just means a belief in the goodness of humanity. Covenant means trusting people to choose and to keep choosing. And yet we are also a people who understand our inescapable interdependence, the ways that we are all in this life together as our universalist theology reminds us there is no such thing as individual liberation. We are all saved or none of us are. This second affirmation means that our promise making, our covenant must always be for the whole. Even whole isn't always for us. And that's the heartbreak, right? Because in granting the right, the room for everyone in the whole to choose or not choose to be your, our partner in this promising work for the whole, turns out a lot of people opt out or again, at least that's how it feels. So many choose not to participate in finishing the world. So much so it, like you start to think about a promise that includes a much smaller rather than wider circle. For example, I've heard some people, good people in these days, speak about letting all those who have refused to get vaccinated just reap their consequences. Why should we feel bad if they become ill or worse? I mean, they made their choice. I've definitely had my dark moments along these lines in recent weeks. With that old parenting adage of natural consequences, playing on repeat in my head when I hear about this, this idea of the pandemic of the unvaccinated. I mean, they've made a choice not to be partners in this great work of finishing the world, I tell myself, and so the world will go on without them. I know, pretty harsh. But if we are honest, I think it's where we all can come to when we try to come to terms with this heartbreak. Then along comes the Delta variant and the news of vaccines being less effective than we thought and breakthrough cases among the vaccinated. And suddenly my phrase on repeat in my head switches. And all I hear instead is there is no them, only us. 
There is no them making choices, only us. There is no them, only us. We are all, all, all in this together. Now, I have pressed Nancy a few times, wondering if perhaps she and I just have a different way of saying the same thing. Do you mean, I ask her, that if that you live as if you are in covenant with the whole world? Because living as if something is true, as a way of making it so, is one way that I define the word faith, the practice of faith. When you live as if something is true as a way of making it so. And so to live as if we are in covenant with the whole world is a profound act of faith that I could really get behind. She, however, never relents. She insists that regardless of what anyone else thinks or does, it is her life's commitment to live in covenant with the whole world. And what I've realized over time is that as a lifelong Unitarian Universalist who has worked closely in our movement for decades, she has seen how we tend to keep our covenants too small. We tend to keep ourselves focused on our particular congregation as they are, maybe even how they used to be, or we stay focused even on a small group we know well within our congregations. And we say, these, these are my partners. These particular people whose stories I know and who inspire me and remind me of what love requires of me. These, these are my partners, these people who even if they disappoint me or annoy me, or I think they are not doing enough, or they think I'm not doing enough still, we know we can't give up because they're depending on us. And so we, we're still partners and we have to try to keep finishing the world. And actually this, this is our best case as Unitarian Universalists. A lot of times when we, when we manage this level of commitment in our local communities, I mean, that is like, I like to say, that's when the magic happens, right? A commitment in covenant, to our local communities like that is what makes the power of our living faith change lives, individual lives and whole communities. It is what makes a congregation last over the long haul, that kind of commitment, especially when facing things like a global pandemic. And what I think Nancy's statement of faith, whether she means as if or not, pushes us to remember is that these localized commitments of covenant, the promises that we live out in our communities, they are our practice. They are our embodied practice where we can help each other articulate and try to live up to these lofty ideals and where we can practice forgiveness and repair for the inevitable ways that we will fall short. They are the place where we can translate ideals into everyday real human life. They are where we can be held accountable and where we can draw strength and comfort and courage and joy 
through it all. This practice is critical in the work of finishing the world. It is critical, and yet it is also insufficient. Our partnership cannot, does not end at our virtual or literal church doors. After all, the circle of our partnership always draws out ever wider and wider still, as we remember that inescapable reality that the virus keeps insisting on, that is that we belong to each other. Whether we like it or not, whether we accept it or not, whether we act like it or not. I think there's a lot of grace in this idea, actually, of being in covenant with the whole world because it, it, it invites us to remember that we just have a piece of the truth. And so we can settle into that, that idea that so much remains unknown to us, especially when it comes to other people, their choices and their stories. The only thing we know for sure is that there is no them, only us. And so the choice we have as Unitarian Universalists, especially today, especially right now, is how we will take our localized and personal practice of covenant and let this practice guide us into partnership with the whole world. So that the commitments we live out here expand our hearts to include more and more and more and more, even when our partners break our hearts as they do, as they will, we must refuse the pull of despair and stay steady in our work of finishing the world because our partners are depending on us. Thank God. And so let us keep practicing so that we might look out upon all we have made and say, as the story in Genesis goes, this is all so good. Let's take a day off and then keep going. Amen and blessed be.